Hello, my name is Keegan Peck, and this is the Pipeline Project Podcast. How is your faith doing? Would you say it's grown over the last year or lessened? How is your spiritual journey going? Have you encountered a difficult path where it seems like the obstacles are almost overwhelming? Are you having trouble trusting in God? Life is difficult, and our walk with God is not without its struggles. But does it ever feel like those struggles are just a little too much? Do you ever wonder why God allows us to struggle, even when we're trying to follow Him? I'm not going to pretend to have an answer to this. However, there is a passage that I think at least allows us to ask some important questions and maybe spark some important thoughts. I'm sure you're very familiar with this passage, but I want us to avoid taking it at face value. I think that an unfortunate side effect of being familiar with certain passages, especially if you're someone who grew up hearing them, is that we tend to miss or gloss over some very important details. Sometimes we don't stop and ask why that account is even there, and how it might apply to us. This passage comes from Matthew chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. And to give some context, these events occur right after Jesus fed the 5,000. Immediately afterward, he compelled the disciples to get into the boat and to go ahead of him to the other side, while he sent the crowds away. After he had sent the crowds away, he went up to the mountain by himself to pray. And when it was evening, he was there alone. But the boat was already a long distance from the land, battered by the waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, he came to them, walking on the sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Take courage, it is I. Do not be afraid. Peter responded and said to him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. And he said, Come. And Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But seeing the wind, he became frightened, and when he began to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out with his hand and took hold of him, and said to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind stopped, and those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, You are truly God's Son. Like I said, I'll bet you've heard this passage before, and probably even heard some sermons about it, and how we have to keep our eyes on God. But what if we looked at this from a different perspective? What if we ask, why did Peter try to walk on the water in the first place? Why did Jesus tell him to come? It's kind of crazy, isn't it, for Peter to try to walk on water to Jesus? I mean, Jesus was obviously pretty close to the boat at this point, close enough for them to hear his voice over the strong wind and waves. So why did Peter want to step out of the boat? Into rough seas, nonetheless. I can honestly say that I would have stayed in the boat with the other disciples, and the thought to get out and walk to Jesus on the water never would have crossed my mind. However, 
What does this say about Peter? The disciples would have witnessed a lot of miracles at this point. And maybe Peter was at the point where he wanted to step out and experience Christ's power for himself. Maybe he was ready to put his very life on the line to test his faith. And that wasn't an easy time for him to step out in faith. Weren't there many other opportunities for him to do that? Easier ways for him to do that? But maybe that was the point where it all came together for Peter. Maybe that was the culmination of all his experiences up to that point that pushed him out of that boat. When he stepped out of the water, he was stepping out in faith. Stepping out on faith. And that was a powerful moment. Can you imagine being Peter in that moment? But then we're told that he saw the wind and became frightened. I mean, could he not have seen it before? Could he not have noticed it before? That's probably not a new bit of information to him. But what is the reason that he began to notice it? Maybe it was the reality of what he was doing that finally hit him. Maybe it was realizing that, though it was one thing to think about walking on the water when you're safely in the boat, that now, if anything happens, he is completely at the mercy of the sea. But he really wasn't, was he? Jesus was right there. He wasn't at the mercy of the sea, or the mercy of anything but Jesus, because he was right there. But that's the message of doubt, isn't it? We believe and step out in faith, but doubt tells us that we are foolish for trusting in something, in someone, that is impossible. But why did Jesus allow Peter to step out in the first place? Why did he tell him to come to him? Maybe because, even though Peter might have doubted that Jesus was there to save him, Jesus would indeed save him. And what an opportunity for Peter's faith to become real. Perhaps a lesson that would stick with him the rest of his life and come up in his ministry. When is it that we need faith? Isn't it when everything is falling apart around us? When is it that we need courage? Isn't it when we are in the midst of fear? When is it we need perseverance? Isn't it when it seems that we can't go any further? When is it we need to trust God? Isn't it when there's nothing else to hold on to? Maybe that's why we are allowed to have a rough journey sometimes, because it is in those moments that the unimportant falls away, and all that we have left is Jesus, standing there, reaching out his hand. We know Peter failed in this moment. But years later, he would write this passage found in 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 3-9. through 9. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to His great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled, and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are protected by the power of God through faith, for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which perishes though tested by fire, 
may be found to result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And though you have not seen Him, you love Him. And though you do not see Him now, but believe in Him, you greatly rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, obtaining as the outcome of your faith the salvation of your souls. Peter went on to become one of the foremost of Jesus' apostles in the ministry, someone with a powerful faith and trust in God. But he went through many obstacles before he was at that point. We know this is just one of them. We have to ask, though, would he have been the apostle he was, if not for his journey? If not for the trials and obstacles he endured? In James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, it says, Consider it all joy, my brothers and sisters, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So if you're going through something right now, if your faith feels as though it is being challenged, maybe it is what will lead you to have an even stronger faith tomorrow. Don't be discouraged. Keep going. Keep hoping. And keep trusting. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can reach me at feedback at thepipelineproject.com. If you enjoy the show, I would love it if you would spread the word. This podcast can only continue to grow with your help. Be sure to subscribe to the show to have it delivered right to your device. And while you're there, a rating or review would be very helpful to help more people find the show. Watch for future episodes released on Sundays. See you next time. And thanks for listening.